welcome to Dreamers to Leaders, Keeping It Real with Melody podcast. Melody is a born dreamer who started from being a flight attendant and worked her way up into now a tech fashion trendsetter, thought leader, and seasoned entrepreneur in multiple successful ventures. This podcast is for the awakened dreamer. Industry icons will share their humble beginnings up to the leaders they are today. Let's all learn and be inspired. Together, we can all prosper. Hello and welcome to the Dreamers to Leaders podcast. It's the podcast for the dreamers and more importantly, the doers. For those of you who want to learn some tricks to look amazing in front of the camera, we have with us an expert who's been in the industry for 20 years and she's the go-to photographers for the working actors here in Hollywood. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Vanny Poyer. Hello, Vanny. Hi, nice to be with you today. Awesome. So it is recording, so we're good. All right. So if you could open the floor and um, mm-hmm. use yourself in your amazing studio. Okay. Well, I have been in business for 20 years. Um, I was juggling, gosh, maybe two, three jobs at the time when I first started my business. And the biggest blessing turned out to be that um, my boss at my waitressing job fired me and I was doing photography part-time and I never really got the um, sort of the balls to just go ahead and, you know, dive in a hundred percent. And I didn't really even know how to, I was super young. Um, I was in my early twenties at the time. And so when my boss fired me, I was, you know, I was just sort of fed up with having my, you know, fingers uh, in a bunch of little different things here and there and just wanted to focus on photography. So I sold my car at the time Uh and I had $3,000 in the bank, no job, um, no photography, just my part, I mean, sorry, no no waitressing, just my part-time photography income. And I took that $3,000 and I put it towards an ad in what used to be the newspaper. I don't know if like, people remember what that is, um, but it was like the, the industry newspaper, <laughs> the go-to newspaper. And I took out a six month ad. And because I never had that kind of money before, I just dumped everything I had in the bank account into this ad. And sure enough, you know, what people would tell me about branding and making sure that you have an ad run for a few months so that it's effective actually is true. And it worked. And from there on, I started to get more and more business. And I overnight didn't need another source of income, literally. And um, photography became full time for me, all because of an ad. And of course, I was, you know, I had practiced, I was good at closing the deal. So I, you know, I got the clients, that was just instinct, but that sort of changed my life. Um, And then just, you know, as business grew, I started to hire more and more professionals. I had a professional website done like five times over by now. Um, I've had, you know, three different studios we've occupied and now we're um, hopefully in our um, permanent home in the Valley in North Hollywood. So it's truly true that there is a, hidden blessings in, in every struggle. So your story kind of, um, you know, yes, about that. Did you ever say thank you to your employer for firing you? 
<laughs> I always do in these podcasts and interviews. <laughs> so obstacles and uh, objections. They say uh, truly it's opportunities in disguise, right? So, um, yeah. so your, your story. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's funny. I recently saw um, uh, an Instagram post. And by Marie Forleo, who's one of my goddesses that I think every female entrepreneur should follow and take her school, the B school. But her post said, what is the gift in this? What is the so, gift? Wonderful. Yeah, right? Yes, so, always that, um, that disguise, right? Gifts in disguise. Yes. <laughs> See the gift in circumstances that may not look good to you at the moment. Initially, initially, you know? right? Um, with yeah. to what inspired you? What motivated you to go that route into entrepreneurship? Um, I, you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, it was a need. <laughs> I, think, I think entrepreneurs, the doers, just do it. And they don't go study under somebody first or they don't go assist somebody first. I honestly was a hobbyist. My father was a photographer. I only knew what I knew from him. And I was a hobbyist and I learned on the job and I taught myself and I you know, took classes. But what drove me was the need to be independent and free from bosses bosses who were on power trips who wanted to control my life like i wanted control of my own destiny and i couldn't imagine working for someone else even though my only experience was you know the jobs i had had since i was 16 at the time which was all in the um, um, food industry food and service industry i just you know couldn't see myself behind a desk um, i dropped out of college all my education is basically self-taught and it's very focused on my interests, you know? Um, and I couldn't go into an office and work for someone else. And what drove me was just wanting freedom, but it, on my terms, mm -hmm. you know, financial freedom on my terms. So making good money wasn't enough. It had to be making good money on my terms. <laughs> yeah, basically making money wasn't really the end goal freedom no. was more of the the motivator uh for you and 100 percent, 100 percent. you mentioned uh you mentioned hobby and for those mm -hmm. of our audience who are talented and um mm -hmm. have a desire to um open their own shop you know like what you did with, like what you have uh right now a successful uh studio what would you recommend they do uh, in order to monetize on that hobby or that talent yeah. Way. I sorry. Oh, the quickest way for one to monetize on uh their hobby if you have any tips or recommendations. Well, okay. So, first of all, there are no shortcuts. Um it, it's going to take time and you have to give yourself time to grow. And if you think that success comes overnight, like 2-3 years, there's no way that's going to happen. Um maybe you know four five six years is when you can sort of build something substantial and meaningful because you have to learn and you're learning on the job i think that the mistake a lot of um beginners make is that they look at the entrepreneur that they admire and i've done this as well even after having grown as a business when i've tried to segue into different things 
um, you look at the entrepreneur and you're like, okay, they have all this and I need all this, 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 and this, and this, but then you're like, well, wait, I can't afford all that. I can't do all that overnight. Mm -hmm. And so you have to start with what your mama gave you <laughs> at the beginning, right? So at the beginning, I had X amount of cash and I worked from home. I couldn't, I didn't make enough money to afford a studio. So you can't just jump from A to Z overnight. So that's one of my, my, um, uh, advice is that don't jump ahead of yourself, you know, mm -hmm. give yourself the opportunity to grow slowly with what you have and then just invest everything you make back into the business. Don't, don't make the mistake of buying yourself nice things and a Gucci bag, which you don't need, you know, <laughs> you mentioned training. Uh, so at first it was your father who kind of, um, opened your eyes into the world of uh, photography, right? Uh, for right. those who kind of want to hone their skills and are really, um, wanting, uh, to, to be good at, at the craft, what would be like trainings um, that you would suggest that they take, like the mandatory ones, if you would? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I think that people starting out now have the advantage of so much free information on the internet and you can almost teach yourself anything mm -hmm. by Googling. And, you know, and I didn't have that at the time. I had to seek out organizations like ASMP, which is the American uh, Media of uh, American, American Society of Media Photographers, who, um, you know, did conferences for three days at a hotel in different cities that I would go to and like all day and all night I would learn and did the same with the WPPI. And but now you guys have so much information at your fingertips. So I really recommend learning online, but, but at the same time, when you're online, you have to see, you still have to seek out information in bits and pieces. It never helps to join a program where you do have to pay money and learn everything in a very organized um, start to end way. So, Along the way, I have taken many classes, including social media classes, marketing classes, photography classes that give me the A to Z all in one place. So I don't have to do the work of searching for bits of information here and there online. So I think you can utilize both. Mm -hmm. Now with, uh, with all the technological breakthrough, right? With everything mm -hmm. all digital, is there any particular, so maybe uh, two questions here. Is there any particular app that you feel would help uh, fine tune your craft or your, your end product, A, and then B, uh, going back to what you said about, you know, if there's a way that uh, you cannot pay for something and still get value from it, uh, in terms yeah. of essential, essential equipments that, hey, okay, so yeah. Photographer A would want to uh, open their shop and, you know, limited budget. Yet, what would you consider to be essential to be effective with uh, okay. video? Yeah. Um, okay. So, I feel like the number one essential thing is your web presence. And with limited funds these days, you can get on social media and get noticed and get business. So right now, the place to be is TikTok um, because TikTok for beginners, it's, it's sort of um, prime real estate in the sense that TikTok has less creators 
than viewers. And so creators tend to go viral a lot more frequently. <laughs> Guys, uh-uh, on TikTok than they do on a place like, let's say, Facebook, which you know, you'd have to spend tons of money to advertise to have the same exposure, or even Instagram now. So that's your free ticket to exposure. Um, that's number one. And number two, um, you have to understand how to use that exposure. So just like everyone else out there, you have to give people free information and then ask, you know. So in other words, ask for the sell after you've provided people with tons and tons of free information, which is the classic, you know, call to action, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that ties into some apps that I recommend. Um, you know, one way to get, uh, again, in a very inexpensive way to get business is to build your mailing list. And that should be like the first thing you focus on. And right now it's actually, um, again, prime real estate. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's now texting phone number. So your texting list instead of your mailing list is what you should be building, you know? And I mean, I haven't even started doing this, but I'm very aware that I should be. I've researched and figured out the companies that I should be using. So one app I would recommend is Avocado, which is a texting service. Yeah, Avocado, like avocado. It's a texting service that I think it's, you know, it's basically compatible to MailChimp, which is another service I would recommend for your um, mailing list and, you know, for emailing people. Um, I definitely think you can get a website up and running on a tight budget if you do it yourself at the beginning, which is what I did, and then hire a professional later. Don't make the mistake of thinking you can do everything. Um, and on your website, a great way to get um, to build your mailing list is by giving some people a gift, giving them something that they're interested in. So I, for instance, have a wardrobe guideline that people download to figure out how to dress themselves for a photo shoot. And because they download this, you know, I build my email this way. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the apps that, um, oh, and then I have another one I use, it's called Invitebox. It's an app that actually um, uh, creates a contest for people that can join and then there's one winner. So that's another great way for me to, you know, build my mailing list. Nice. Uh, in terms of uh, essential, essential equipments that you feel one needs to have, yes, you're on a budget, but can't skimp on this. What would that be? For me as a photographer, you mean, or for every, for a newbie that wants to start their, their shop and are thinking, okay, should I really need this, uh, this tripod? Should I really need this type of lighting? You know what I mean? Or this umbrella or what have you. <laughs> so what would, what would you consider to be um, special tools that, um, that they need to have? Well, iPhone for, <laughs> or Samsung. yeah, I mean, for photography, I think really, honestly, the only essential tool is your camera. <laughs> You know, because the creator, it, you're the one who creates the work, not the camera itself. So it's your vision and your eye. So it just depends on the business. Like I started out with doing only natural light because I worked from home. And then as I grew, I started to invest in studio equipment so that I can also do, you know, in studio photo shoots with studio lighting. 
So um, again, start with what you have. So if, if somebody's on a really limited budget and they're a photographer, the only thing they need is their camera and the lens that goes with the type of photography that they're interested in, you know, a portrait lens versus a lens for landscape, you know, work that they want to do. I love that, you know, just don't go all out, don't go all crazy and really make use of, um, of, of what you already have. So that's an amazing. Uh, yeah, you know, I've seen that mistake. And again, that's why I'm saying if you look at people who are already successful and you think you need all those things, that's not how you can't go from A to Z without learning everything in between. And that is a guarantee you will fail. Mm -hmm. I had a photographer who rented out my studio and um, he had bought, he was like, okay, I'm gonna be a photographer now. And he invested in all kinds of equipment. It was all brand new, better than my stuff, you know, which is old and falling apart because I use it so much. And, um, And he invested a bunch of money into advertising. And then he was like, I'm not getting into business. Advertising isn't working with Facebook. And then also, these people who are coming in, it's just not working out. They're all complaining, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, he just gives up and he decides he's going to move into another business and stops running the studio and sells all his equipment and loses a ton of money. So you have to understand you, you got to take baby steps so that you learn along the way and grow slowly at your pace. So before I forget, I think TikTok, I don't know what's the new development because it's an ever-evolving current events with, yeah. with companies and buyouts and uh, and what have you, right. acquisitions and whatnot. But um, I don't know, the last time I checked with um, with all the social media that Trump is still banning uh, TikTok, I, I don't know if that's still kind of the, the new thing now that Microsoft kind of wants to have a little bit of slice of uh, a TikTok. Right. So, with with apps, it's just really an ever evolving uh, thing, right? But I agree. Uh, yeah. My other company, we have been also uh, utilizing a lot of TikToks, and because it's still kind of in its infancy, the the yeah. virality of uh, of the um, images and uh, the clips that one produces yeah. gets from zero to you know whatever miles per hour, you know, quickly compared to other. Um, platforms yeah so um, it's still very authentic and filled with real people as well um but you know i mean listen even if that happens which legally he can't ban it and there is a good chance microsoft will buy it but there's all kinds of legal things they have to work out because trump is asking for a commission (laughs) to the treasury department which is he can't do that by law so i don't know what what's going to happen but um regardless even if that did happen if you just go on there and learn a new platform and don't be afraid, then the next one that comes, you'll be even more ready. Like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like eventually Instagram is going to become obsolete, like Facebook is to many of us. You know, Facebook is where my mom and, you yeah. know, my mom's on Facebook. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> now, with regards- yeah, and, the one, and those are not my clients, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, with regards to, um, so now you have your equipment, now you have your website, but as we know, um, the equation is never going to be complete without a willing uh, client who is going to pay for your service. So um, aside from um, you know having uh, the, the newsletters and um, emails, 
uh, email uh, list. Is there anything else that you think one needs to make sure that they do in order to have that steady supply of, um, of clients uh, coming in? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to get good at your craft. You, uh, you, you can't just do all the business and expect people to buy from you if what you have is not something that, that is going to help them. And so whatever it is you're doing, it must be effective in helping solve their problem. So, you know, with my clients, their problem is, I don't know. And, and this is why everybody who's listening to this podcast should go and start following Marie Forleo um, on Instagram. And she opens up her B school, which is a marketing school once a year. But back to the point, um, you have to figure out what is the problem you're trying to solve for your clients based on your passion and the product that you're developing. And so with my clients, it's, oh, I never feel comfortable in front of the camera. I always look awkward. I never take a good selfie. I don't, you know, I, I, I'm uncomfortable in front of the camera. So those are the problems that I have to solve. So, and I have solved them. And so I'm able to show that through my portfolio and explain that to my clients through um, my pitch so that they feel comfortable buying from me. And they know that I'm gonna help them get over that hump and get beautiful pictures. That makes sense? So you have to figure out what does your target market need from you. So with that, um, I think that's a good segue uh, for, for the next uh, uh, thing that we want uh, for you to share, your philosophy. Your philosophy as, um, as a craftsman, as a, as, um, as a photographer, um, who basically, you know, in terms of your operation, in terms of managing, in terms of uh, how you deal with your clients, what is your overarching uh, philosophy? Well, I believe that every single person who walks into my studio should have fun. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be painful to have a picture taken, you know? And I think that you're one of those people, since you've been my client, you're one of those, I think you're the exception to the rule. You ham it up, like you love the camera and you know how to work it. But I'm going to say like nine out of 10 people just are so afraid that they literally get nervous and start to shake. So that, so that, so I believe that everyone should have fun having their picture taken. And so my philosophy is that instead of posing people, because I, I'm not working with models, I work with real people. I work with actors, as you said, I work with, you know, that's 75% of my business. I work with 20, 25% with business people, entrepreneurs. And then I have like 5% where I work with people who are the occasional um, online dating client. So um, I'm working with real people. So instead of posing them like models, I actually have my clients engage with me and whether through conversation or games, it just instantly gets them out of their head and puts them at ease and makes them have fun. Right. And so if, if they say to me on their way out, if somebody turns around and says, I had so much fun, this was much easier than I thought, that is like, okay, I've done my job. <laughs> so You've nailed it with uh, what they call UVP or your unique uh, value proposition, because um, yeah. I think that's how you differentiate your brand where, hey, uh, you're not going to look fake. And I know you don't like to pose, but that's your specialty. I think um, right, right, right. differentiates uh, you from the rest of the um, 
of the, the studios out there. So that's great. Yeah. In terms of like uh, rookie mistakes. Uh, so is there anything that they need for those that are wanting to get into this business? Uh, things that they need to watch out for and um, tips for them to avoid it? Yeah, I, I feel like, um, you know, one of the rookie mistakes is thinking that you can do everything. And you realize very early on, or you should realize very, very early on that you need to delegate. Mm -hmm. So before I became a full-time photographer, this is crazy. It seems crazy, but it's the right thing to do. Um, and when I was a part-time waitress, a part-time photographer, I actually hired an assistant mm -hmm. to physically drive around town and place postcards in casting offices around town where actors go for auditions so they can see my postcards, pick it up and call me. Because, it, because I made more money as a waitress and shooting than I would have if I drove around myself and placed those cards all around town. I would have lost money that way, okay? Mm -hmm. Even though I was working from home and I had to you know, waitress part-time. So this is where you have to realize like, how much is your time worth and where do you make the most money? You focus on that and then hire people to do things for you. Mm -hmm. I think um, with that point, uh, being an entrepreneur, you really have to be keen in understanding and realizing your strengths and um, right. your weaknesses and complement your team and have that synergy of people that would complement each other. So I know what my strengths are and therefore I also know my weakness and hire uh, based on that. So, so that's a good- Yeah, yeah. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's another person whose podcast I listen to that I think all entrepreneurs should be familiar with. Um, and his handle is at Gary V, V-E-E. -E. Um, he says, you know, and he's so right. Um, if you have a weakness, most people make the mistake of trying to get better at that thing that they are weak at. Actually, that's not what you should be doing. You should be, do you should be leaning into your strengths and hiring other people to do that thing that you're weak at. Exactly. I just can't think of... Um of the name of all these um, testing assessment um, places that you can do online where pretty much you answer it and it'll give you kind of your, your portfolio of, uh, of your strength. And I remember doing that also mm -hmm. in my MBA, have an inventory of what you know are your strengths and mm -hmm. then really work on that and, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, hire based on, uh, on your weakness. Now, um, so with regards to tips, I'm sure a lot of our audience would wanna learn some powerful tricks from the expert uh, with regards to looking their best in front of the camera. Hire the right photographer. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how, I, I think I, 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 that is, there's truth to that. I think you need to um, talk to photographers and just make sure that number one, you click and have an understanding of, of how they work. And I think for real people, not for models, but for real people, the key is to hire a photographer who's hands-on and direct. So that's what you gotta do. 
And I'm, unfortunately, a lot of people don't direct. They're very methodical in positioning you, but then, you know, then you get in your head when they say smile. Um, so it's really just hiring the right photographer. You mentioned uh, TikTok, you mentioned uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram. In this day and age, everyone just has their phone and uh, ready on standby on demand to click their 36th shot of the day to post on, on yeah Instagram. so um, is there any flattering angle flattering yeah or, or what have you uh to make their posts count <laughs> yeah um so make sure that you are standing in front of a flat light source like a window straight in front of it so that you have flat lighting with no shadows unless you're not afraid of showing imperfections, in which case you can stand to the side and give yourself some nice deep shadows for a more dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. But um, you wanna have a flat source of light. You wanna hold the camera just slightly above your head, not too crazy above your head. That drives me crazy because it actually, yes, while you, you look good and your double chin goes away, you, you take away power from yourself. The higher the camera is, the smaller you get and the less powerful you become. So just slightly above your face. And then also, um, I always tell my clients to stick their chin forward and down a little bit. And what that does is it defines your jawline much better, especially if you have a double chin. <laughs> so those are very good tips. Um, with regards to uh, like guiding words for for our audience who are perhaps in the middle of their journey and are wanting to give up uh, on their dreams, what would you, uh, what would be your guiding words uh, to, to pump them up? I mean, listen, it really just depends on their circumstances. Everyone is individual and this is just not an answer, uh, like a, a cookie cutter answer for everyone. It's just, there isn't that. I would have to know each person's individual circumstance, but there is a difference between wanting something and working for it versus wanting something delusionally and ah. thinking it's going to happen without working for it. Right. Um, right. Not everyone is made to be a business owner on whatever scale, you know, small or big. Um, not everyone has the, the drive to put in the hours to make owning a business sustainable and um, profitable. So if you're throwing in the towel because in your heart of hearts, you know that you did everything you could and it didn't go, mm -hmm. then I'm gonna say you didn't do everything you could. Um, it's just impossible with in this day and age with the internet and the ease of you know, sorry, that's my doggie. Um, the ease of being able to get out there without spending money at the beginning with social media. Um, but if you are throwing in the tower, towel because you kind of like half-assed it and you didn't really seek out information, you didn't take classes from the people who are successful, then I would say, well, it's probably best you do because you're not the type who's going to work for yourself because you're not motivated enough to do it mm -hmm. by yourself. You need to work for someone else. So, so hope that makes sense. It does. It does. At the end of the day, do everything that you can within your power and do some right. more 
before you throw in the towel, right? So yes, you've tried this. Yes, you've tried that. It didn't work out. Maybe look at another, uh, another direction, another angle, another voice that could perhaps uh, give that um, message that you need to, to have. So maybe well, not as early as, um, as uh, a quitter. The thing is, <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, if you're passionate, if your intention is coming from a place like-minded where I wanted my freedom so badly, mm -hmm. you know, that I did whatever it took to make this a success, you really honestly cannot fail. But if your motivation is money, it's too shallow. It's um, not, it's you're not going <laughs> to, yeah, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to do it. You're going to fail. Mm. Yeah. As they say, uh, if you really want it bad enough, like how you want to breathe or how you need to breathe, yeah. then things will yeah. just inspire. You're um, going to figure it out happens. without trying. Exactly. If you're, if you're trying to figure it out, then whatever it is you're doing isn't something you're passionate about. That's why I'm saying, you know, and, and there's a lot, you know, I just recently last year, a couple of years ago, took Marie Forleo's B school, which is, which is business. B school is business school. And not B goes into, <laughs> not the other B, yeah, no, not the other B, not the other B. For, for everybody starting out, I would recommend this, this school, mm, like a hundred percent, because it makes you dig really deep and to figure out the right direction to go for you. Nice. So that, so that that doesn't happen. Thank you for that information. Anything, um, anything going for you in the next three, four months uh, that you're working on uh, campaigns, promotions, especially in this pandemic, how can our audience uh, support and check you out? Oh, well, thank you. Um, so as far as campaigns promotions, the pandemic has made it nearly impossible for us to have promotions because we used to have them on like a large scale and we'd have, you know, big promotional days where a bunch of people would come in back to back and like we have these huge sales and we can't do that anymore. Um, so the way that people can check me out and find me is on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is um, my Zoom handle at Poye Photos. Uh, um, sorry, not my Zoom handle, my uh, same as my website, Poye Photos. But um, something that I am working on that's gonna be released in the next month, hopefully sooner actually, um, are presets for other photographers. Um, so photographers, portrait photographers specifically like myself, not wedding photographers, but portrait photographers who are looking for that um, Vonnie Poirier vibrant style of photos and they want their images to look like mine. I'm um, in the process of creating uh, the presets that with just one click will make the images look like mine in post when they're processing in Lightroom. So that's coming up. We're going to have that marketplace, that shop, um, the e-commerce shop opened up on our, on my website that's within so a month. Exciting. How exciting. Yeah, super exciting. So you're kind of in the middle of that or are you almost, uh, yeah. you're almost there? 
it's really complicated. There's so much to do, um, you know, setting up the, the shop on the website, my web designers working on um, so many different apps you need. And then the presets themselves are already finished, but the instructions are still being massaged a little bit because, you know, you have to give people instructions on how to use them and how to download them, how to install them, all that. Um, the, the web page, it all just takes time, but it's, it's very, very close. <laughs> Hey, I enjoyed um, our conversation. Um, thank you for your time, your inspiring stories, and all your powerful tips. Uh, truly appreciate that. Um, and wishing you continued success. And for all the dreamers out there, keep believing you got this. Till next time.